heading on down to the Country Club of Jackson, hosting the Sanderson Farms coming up next week. And our man, head golf professional Jason Pendergast, joins us. Jason, welcome back into the golf shop. And good morning, guys. I really appreciate you having me up. Is it a little early golf for you there, Jason? Is, golf course is, I'm sorry, the uh, golf course is looking great. So I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yeah, that's always our first question, man. It seems like, uh, you know... We've had some uh, some little uh, tropical work coming down your way every once in a while. Uh, you guys have been doing okay. Yeah, we have been fine. The we got lucky in the last storm that came through, which unfortunately means somebody else didn't get lucky. So the the last mm-hmm. tropical storm went went just south of us. So we were on the west side of the of the storm and got four or five inches or so. Um, but we missed all the heavy winds and my good friends and. And Pierce down in Louisiana got hit yeah. hard. So, uh, but we got lucky. We sure did. That is awesome. Well, Sergio Garcia, the defending champion, uh, and uh, rolling out in the Ryder Cup this past week. So, uh, good stuff for you guys. Good, uh, a good storyline, anyway. It really is. It uh, you know having Sergio come back really adds some validity to our event. I mean, we're not a new event on tour anymore. No. However, we, we are fairly young in the standalone category. So, like, you know, number three for us in a standalone event. And having, having Sergio win uh, last year was really good for us. And having him come back is, is maybe even better. Um, it just helps validate our event and some southern hospitality down here in the south. And uh, when they, when they want to come back, it's a good thing. And I think the only champion we have not returning, evidently um, calendars didn't work out, would be Cameron Champ. I think mm-hmm. all the others are coming back this year. Yeah, it's impressive field, especially uh, given that this week is, is Ryder Cup. I mean, this thing, as they've been saying on television all week long, this is an exhausting thing that these guys are doing. And, and you know, you still got a really great field for next week, Jason. It, it's the strongest field we've ever had, yeah. um, quite honestly, as I – I looked down the list after our tournament director Steve Gent put the list out um, earlier last or late last week. Rather, the um, the names that are on there are really good, and uh, Will McGirt's become a good friend over the years, and I'm really happy to see him coming back. He's a great guy. Keegan, yeah, Keegan Bradley grew up about 45 minutes from me in Vermont, so there'll be at least two or three of us from Vermont in the state of Mississippi. So <laughs> my, my kind of heart goes out to him. I, yeah. He played well last year. I hope he does really well. And I mean, Wolfie's coming, and Gary Woodland's coming, and Will Zalatoris, who kind of bursted onto the scene from nowhere, is coming. So we got a lot of new names, and uh, we're excited to have the best players in the world tee it up at our place. Yeah, you know, we said this uh, last week uh, when we had the first event of the new season, and now you guys, I mean, a second event of the new season. This is where you get some of those. Um, you know, you get some veterans, but you also get a bunch of the guys that have just graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour, and they're looking to create a name for themselves. Uh, and this is a great opportunity for them. So, when when we look at the Country Club of Jackson, remind us, uh, you know, what kind of game is going to be the what we see at the top of the leaderboard? Is it somebody that that kind of bombs it? Is somebody that is hitting fairways and greens? somebody that's got the ability to scramble, uh, kind of give us a feel for, for what works around Country Club of Jackson. Yeah, I think every every week the person with the hot putter is always yeah, at the top sure. of the leaderboard. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and the guys that are not are, um, are in the trunk on Friday afternoon. So the, 
a hot putter has got to be has got to be a good bat, a good club in the back for them. I played last weekend or a couple weekends ago just before we shut down, and um, and I watched some of our our good players really struggle out of the rough. So I know these guys are great and the best players in the world. Uh, but man, it is hard to control it out of two and a half oh, man. Bermuda rough, and I really think you got to play out of the fairway um, more often than not. Yeah. So, uh, someone that can drive the ball well, our par fours are are not super long, um, so you can you can actually score on on some of our par fours. You know, they're in the low four hundreds, low to mid four hundred range. Um, so. I, Somebody that drives it well, right? Drives for show and putt for dough, as they all say, um, as the old saying goes, would would work very well. Would work very well here. Yeah, you know, Jason, I've, I'm from the southeast my whole life, and you know, I I've experienced uh, rough like you're talking about. This time of year, it's as bad as it can possibly be. Um, the only thing that makes them so good at it is they're so strong, and the clubhead speed is so fast that they make it look a lot easier than than people like. You know, just average people like myself who play golf. I mean, I I can I can I advance it 150 yards. You know, it's it's crazy. But um, yeah, I, I uh, go ahead. I hear you. Yeah, we had um, we had some guys come in, and I have some guys come for the pro am on Monday, and I told them to bring some balls because if they if they hit it in the rough 18 times, they're going to lose five of them. Um, so <laughs> bring some golf balls. Yeah. Right, uh, because you're going to need it, and then um, for these guys, just chop it out and get it into the fairway, and uh, at least it's a shamble format for us, and and hopefully I can put a ball in the fairway for them so they can have a good time. But uh, the greens are are in the best shape they have ever been. Our superintendent Stanley Reedy, I mean, he continually pulls a rabbit out of a hat uh, every year. It has it has truly gotten better every single year. Um, Blaine Cooper, our our tour agronomist uh, was with him the other day, and and he said that he was very pleased. He said the golf course was great last year, and it's every bit as good. And um, and we're early in the week, so uh, the the golf course is phenomenal. Uh, what he does for greens out here, I, I don't know how he does it, um, but he's got a great team of people that he works with, and they're going to be quick, but they're flat. Yeah. So from a centimeter reading, they can be quicker than. Um, than what a green that has some more slope in it that actually plays faster. Right. So the stint meter reading is a little misleading, um, you know, when they announce it on TV and some other event where they say that the stint's rolling around 12. Well, it might be rolling 12, but it's playing like 13 right. or 14. So when the ball keeps rolling when it goes by the hole, that, that means they're really good. So he's got them really good this week. Again, uh, we're talking for to uh, Jason Prendergast, the uh, head golf professional down at Country Club of Jackson, hosting the Sanderson Farms. And last year, I believe Sergio was 19 under par. Um, you know, he's cr- cruising along, shooting 67, five under par, and lo and behold, you know, Peter Malnati's uh, going low at nine under. Um, what do you see from a scoring perspective this year? 19 under, a good number, or is that going to be a little uh, harder to attain with the conditions you just explained to us? You know, it's good. I was thinking about this earlier uh, earlier in the week that our field has gotten stronger, um, but the golf course has has gotten better. Um, I, I think if you could take twenty and put it and put twenty on the board, someone someone's going to get to twenty. Um, I'm not so sure more than more than two people get past eighteen. 
Um, so I, I think 20 is a really good number. The best players in the field in the world. It amazes me at, at these numbers. I, I look back in the last four years, it's 18, 19, 18, 20. Um, so 20 is probably going to win it. Um, 19 might have a chance in a playoff, and I think if you're 18, you're, you're wishing you made that one putt that you missed. You know, interesting, you talked about um, Peter last year. The, uh, I had lunch with he and Alicia and his, his new son, Hatcher, on the, on the lawn last year during COVID, and um, I told him before he teed it up um, for Sunday, I said, you know, it just takes one good round tomorrow, so go put one up, and and he was just one short. Um, and he played really good, and but he just couldn't play as well as Sergio. The shot Sergio hit on 18, um, 100 and what was it, 182 yards or so with an eight iron, which blows me away. Yeah, me too. Into a tucked flag behind the bunker on 18 to what two and a half, three feet or whatever it was 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 pretty special to be a part of to watch that all go down. Well, Jason, we always appreciate the time that you spend with us, and uh, we look forward to watching next week. Yeah, thank you so much. And as we say at the club, this is all about the kids at the Children's Hospital. And thanks to thanks to Mr. Sanderson and his wife, Kathy, and everyone at uh, Sanderson Farms. And um, we, we appreciate everything. And uh, great luck for all of us that are putting all the, all the work in this week and last week getting ready. So really thank you guys very much for everything. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing who shows up on the weekend. Thank you, Jason. Thanks.